Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Welcome to the month of April's anointing service. Uh, um, the Lord has made it clear to us that he continues uh, in his intervention in the lives of his children. And so the theme for this month, our theme for this month is uh, divine intervention. And the scripture for the month uh, is found in the book of Exodus uh, in chapter 14, verses 13 and 14. Exodus chapter 14 verses 13 and 14 which reads and Moses said to the people do not be afraid or fear not stand still and see the salvation of the Lord which will accomplish for you today it will accomplish for you this week it will accomplish for you this month glory be to God in the highest because the Egyptians whom you see today you will see again no more forever. Glory be to God. And verse 14 says, the Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Glory. Yes. Can you all say it with me? The Lord will fight and personalize it. The Lord will fight for me and I will hold my peace in the name of Jesus. Say it one more time. The Lord will fight for me and I will hold my peace in the name of Jesus. And that's exactly what's going to be for you and for me in this month of um, April in the name of Jesus. Uh, and for the purpose of this service, I have a second scripture that I will be considering. Uh, Revelations in chapter 3, I'll read verses 7 and 8. Uh, and he says, and to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, right, and permit me to say, to the angel of the church in the Lupergeo, Lagos, hallelujah, right, this thing says he who is holy, glory be to God in the highest, he who is true, he who has the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts, glory be to God in the highest, and shuts and no one opens opens. Glory be to God in the highest. He says, I know your works. Uh, see, I have set before you an open door. And that's why for this month particularly, there will be opportunities in the name of Jesus. Uh, there will be breakthroughs in the name of Jesus. Uh, there will be the silencing as it were of the lies of the devil in your lives uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, say, see, I've set before you an open door and no one that's right. No one can shut it. Uh, glory be to God. Say, for you have a little strength, uh, uh, but you have kept my word. Glory be to God. And have not denied my name. Uh, and so, basically, I just want to stress the promise we have, which, of course, is our prophecy into the month, uh, our prophecy into the rest of the year, our prophecy, of course, as covenant children for a lifetime of victorious Christian living. Glory be to God. So, in Exodus chapter 14, again, I want quickly to go back there and just remind us uh, um, of what exactly was going on. Uh, that verse 13 again says, 
Moses said to them, do not be afraid. Glory be to God in the highest. Do not be afraid. Stand still. Glory be to God. Now as a quick reminder, and to bring you into the context of what we're looking at, as it were, remember the children of Israel had been slaves all their lives. The Bible says they were in slavery in Egypt for 400 years. In other words, they were conceived in slavery. They were born into slavery. (laughs) And so they didn't know other lives than the lives of slaves. Uh, Their whole exposures in life had been as slaves. But you see, these people that were slaves and seen as slaves in the civilized Egypt really were no slaves. They were kings, hallelujah. They were people that got created with dominion. They were the ones that God has had a covenant, a deal with, that is in the covenant with their forefathers, that I will showcase myself as the God that stands by my word. I will deliver and I will make you an example of what man should be on earth. And yet, they were in slavery. You see, the thing about it is that a number of of them didn't know, but a few of them knew. Some of them knew, but many didn't know. And even those who knew could do little or nothing about what they knew. Among those who knew was Moses, who actually was not suffering with them, but who by a sovereign act of God, though was a Hebrew, was uh, seen as the son of Pharaoh's daughter by adoption. Remember this story. And he was a military leader. He was an heir to the throne of Egypt. Glory be to God in the high. But he knew. He didn't allow the opulence and uh, the privileges of being a prince uh, blind him to the fact that, look, you are a kingdom citizen. And I am blind to the fact that you may be in this position. You see, you and this ones who look like the scholars of the earth, you are the same. You are the ones I am looking up to to display my power and my glory on earth. So he knew, he knew, he knew. And that was what spurred him uh, to make the move he made. Uh, It's good for you to know who God has made you because the beginning of your breakthrough and the beginning of your exploit in life uh, is coming to terms with your identity. Hallelujah. If you don't know who you are, you can never live up to who God has made you to be. <laughs> Glory be to God. And so he made a move. But see, he made the move in the flesh. And again, that's where we sometimes make mistakes. If God gives you revelation and gives you, allows you knowledge as to who he has made you and where he's taking you, then please depend on this same God of the revelation to help you through to where you're going. Depend on him. Don't take it out of his hand. And of course, we know the rest of the story. And so he had to escape for his dear life when he realized that in mistakenly killing the Egyptian who was having a problem, with an Israelite at the time and he thought he concealed it. He wasn't concealed. Many people knew about it, so he fled. And he was just age 40 at the time. And for the next 40 years, you know this story, he was, uh, he was nowhere to be seen. He, was, he took over. He didn't want to die. Okay. And until at the time when God was ready to move on behalf of these people. Now listen closely. Like I said, they were born in slavery. They knew nothing but slavery. But that did not remove the fact that they were going through torture. 
they were slaves huh? many had died in slavery but in his own cover where his identity seemed to have changed he was a son-in-law to a hidden king where he has run the land of Midian and he was tending the sheep of his father-in-law can you imagine the prince the heir to the throne of the world now hiding and tending the sheep of another isn't it amazing that sometimes a humbling precedes a promotion permit me to put it another way when we humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God the Bible says he lifts us up he was tending the ship and suddenly he saw an unusual scene he saw a bushfire and burning ferociously so it wasn't just because it was fire and it was burning with so much force but it wasn't consuming the grass that was a surprise and that was a, a mystery to him so taking care of the sheep away from the fire he moved close to study the phenomena. And the moment he did, God knew I got his attention. My prayer is this. This month of April, God will get your attention fully in the name of Jesus. He's been waiting for you for a long time. And you're wondering why? Because he loves you. He's in the covenant with you. Just like he was in the covenant with the children of Israel and with Moses. So when he saw he got his attention, guess what happened? He beckoned to him. He spoke to him. He said, take off the shoes, the sandals. He said, because now where you are standing is a holy ground. And of course, he gave him the message that he wanted to pass across. He said, I've heard the cry of my children, the children of Israel, and I am come down to deliver. What do you call that? It's time for intervention. I speak your situation right now in the name of Jesus. Uh, no matter how grim, no matter how torturing, no matter how suffocating and killing it has been, I speak divine intervention in the name of Jesus. Uh, the God that intervened for the children of Israel will intervene for you. The God that intervened for Moses will intervene for you. But I'm just trying to bring us into speed, bring us into the context of the scripture that we are looking at. Now, Moses <laughs> heard quite well. But you know this story. He just couldn't imagine how he will go to confront Pharaoh, the all-powerful Pharaoh, in quote. There was no king stronger than Pharaoh in all the earth. And the same Pharaoh he was escaping from was the one he was going to go confront now and demand that he releases the people of God. So he said, no, I'm not up to it, sir. God said, you will go. He started adducing reasons. I'm a stammerer. 
I cannot speak. <laughs> he saw you as his stammerer before he chose you. So let me say to somebody hearing me right now, stop stacking up reasons why you won't be what God has made you to be from today, the day of divine intervention and the seasons of divine intervention that we are stepping into. Let every reason clear out. Take your first step of obeying God and you will see what God can do with the seemingly weak things of this world. So he gave so many reasons. And God said, well, don't worry. If that's the problem, then I will tell your brother Aaron to go with you. He will be your spokesman. After so many reasons and he uh, succumbed, they had to go. Now, I don't want to go into all the details. From the very time he appeared before Pharaoh, God backed him up with signs and wonders. See, the time of intervention is the time of the miraculous. It's the time of the seeming impossibilities. Strange happenings. And I'm announcing in the name of Jesus whether personally or as a household or as a local assembly or as the body of Christ or as a nation Nigeria we have entered the season of divine intervention in the name of Jesus I remember he made it clear to us when we are getting to this year he said if there is something that I will do in this country this year I will intervene and we have been expecting it So what happened? Remember what God did for him to prove to him to drop his rod? Then the wilderness when he was here again. When he got to Pharaoh, he did the same. But Pharaoh was like, I'm not impressed. He called his own magician to do the same. But what was outstanding was the fact that the very snake rod of Moses swallowed up the other two. <laughs> and when Moses up his rod. He has collected everything they have. Depleted them. Now listen. Every force of the devil, every power of hell that is being used and being shot against you, I neutralize and I seize in the name of Jesus. You know what the Bible says? It says when the anointing comes, the armors of kings shall be loosened. What does that mean to you? How does that translate? The rod of Janus and the rod of Jambas will be swallowed up in the name of Jesus by the fire of the presence of God is a season of divine intervention. Glory be to God in the highest. And of course, you know the rest of the story and everything that happened. Remember the ten great plagues and all the miraculous things that God did in Egypt until he ordered Moses to tell them to slaughter rams and put the blood. Yes, the blood. Somebody shout the blood of Jesus. That's right. And put it on the lintels of every house. And every house that had the blood will be spared. And God said, I will send forth the angel of death. Can you imagine that? And now listen, anytime God moves and moves to deliver his own and the devil is proving stubborn, he releases the angel of death. Hallelujah. And the difference stands clear. It's the same thing with us. Weren't we conceived in sin? Weren't we born in sin? 
And yet the devil won't let go. But when Jesus died and descended to hell, it was the end for the devil. The Bible says when they crucified the king of glory, it was a celebration for them. But had they known, they wouldn't have attempted that because it was their ultimate destruction. He descended into hell and spoiled principles and powers, resurrected to life. And everyone who believes was given the capacity to become like him. And so those who hear that who were slaves under the control of the devil now became the ones that rule over the devil. Come on, Romans chapter 5, verse 17. Because of the special grace of God that we have come to believe, we who were slaves now reign in life as kings. Glory be to God in the highest. I'm talking of divine intervention. Now, Pharaoh had no choice. He had to let go. Let me say this. Whatever has been holding you, whether from the time, from the generation of your forefathers, some people believe in that and that's what they preach all their life. Generational causes, causes, causes. I'm not saying there were no generational causes. I'm not saying there are no causes. But the day you give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible expressly declares all things are passed away. The blood of Jesus neutralizes every hold of previous covenants in the name of Jesus and all things have become new. So regardless of where you have been when a season of divine intervention he had to let go. Whatever has been holding on, I repeat, whatever has been holding you down has no choice but to let go in the name of Jesus. But as soon as they were let go, look at what happened. Glory be to God in the highest. Exodus 13 and 17, look at what happened. Then it came to pass when Pharaoh had let the people go, that God did not lead them. Did you hear that? The same God that orchestrated and ensured their deliverance led them. That God did not lead them by the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. So sometimes when you feel there's a delay, you know what your confidence should be? God is in control. As long as you are acknowledging him and you are committing to him. The Bible says never to lean on your own understanding. Always acknowledge it. It will direct your path. Hallelujah. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, you are the children of God. You are a child of God. Glory be to God in the highest. So he did not lead them by the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. For God said, lest perhaps the people change their minds when they see war and return to Egypt. So God said, no, I will go rather this way. So they don't come out immediately and begin to fight war. And now begin to think that, look, Egypt was better. No. So God directed them. 18. So God led the people round by the way of the wilderness of the Red Sea. God led them there. And the children of Israel went up in orderly rounds out of the land of Egypt. I hope you remember that they left and there was no one feeble amongst them. They left, everyone was healed and healthy. They left, having plundered the entire Egypt. They left the poorest, the abject, the scholars of Egypt became the richest in the land. See, there are certain qualities that follow the children of God. The only problem is that we don't leave God to pursue those qualities. We pursue God and those qualities automatically 
We follow us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. So God led them 18. They ran by the way of the wilderness of the Red Sea. And the children of Israel went up in orderly ranks out of the land of Egypt. And Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for he had placed the children of Israel on the solemn oath, saying, God will surely visit you. And you shall carry up my bones from here with you. Remember I said some of them knew and some of them just didn't know. So they took their journey from Sukkot and camped in Etham at the edge of the wilderness. And the Lord went before them. Did you hear that? And the Lord went before them. Did you hear that again? And the Lord, the Lord went before them in a pillar of cloud to lead the way and by night in a pillar of fire to give light so as to go by day and night so whether it was day or night they could walk freely they could travel freely they were not hindered by night or day God was leading the way and let me announce to you your exploit is not limited to what man can do your exploit is not limited by day or night. It's not limited by offices are open or shorter. When God leads, he leads. And I say to you in the name of Jesus, because of the season we are in, season of divine intervention, which simply means open door. It does not matter whether it's day or night. It does not matter whether it's holiday or non-holiday. Your breakthrough will come in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God in the highest. Oh, yes. Chapter 14. Now, the Lord spoke to Moses. Remember, God led them towards the way they went. Now, they were by the Red Sea. And this is where the challenge actually began. Because at this time, the Bible says, Pharaoh heard where they were. And for many of the wars that Pharaoh had fought, he had always gathered his enemies to go that route. And when they got to the spot where the children of Israel were, this time they were trapped. And that will always give Pharaoh the upper hand. And so he thought he would, it was war as usual. Not knowing that they were led by God. Again, let me just say one more thing about being led. After God declared to the hearing of the whole world that, hey, Jesus, you are my beloved son, a woman well pleased. The Bible says he was led of the Spirit into the wilderness. So aren't you surprised that a lot of times when you are jumping for a breakthrough, there's a leading as it were. Sometimes it's this wilderness. But let me quickly tell you this. It's not a wilderness that we suck you in. It's a wilderness of a promotion. If at all there is one, it's your promotion. So I don't know where you are today. They say, yes, I thought God. No, 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 no. Stop thinking God. He was God that delivered you. It was God that guided you so far. So what about what I'm experiencing? Will your experience now deny God? If your experience is trying to deny God, will you allow it to get you to deny God? Open your mouth and declare the God that saw me through on six occasions will see me through on the seventh occasion. Open your mouth and declare that though I walk through the valley of the earth, I shall fear no Cassandra, Baba. Because ah, the one that brought me so far is still with me. Glory be to God. But that was the mistake they made. The Bible says at that point, uh, they heard and they saw Pharaoh coming with his army and his chariot of the best in the world. Uh, and the, the Bible said Pharaoh thought 
that the land has swallowed them up. He told that the wilderness has shut them in. What does that mean? He told that the wilderness had trapped them. And they too thought that they were trapped. I'm declaring right now in the name of Jesus. Whatever is a trap in your life. Whatever the devil is making you think that is a trap in your life. I break it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The anointing destroys the yoke. Hallelujah. When God through Isaiah, we talk of the anointing. Remember in 45, he says, even the mountain will flatten before you. The valley shall be filled up. Every chain shall be broken. Every bus of iron shattered. Again, I address in the name of Jesus, every trap in your life, every trap to your feet, every trap on your way, I say shattered in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. It's our season of divine visitation. And I say it again, boldly that it will happen in your personal life in Jesus name family life marital life financial life health life it will happen in your local assembly happen in your Christian work happen in the body of Christ happen in Nigeria when a season of divine intervention glory be to God in the highest that was why I read that scripture that says look your strength may be small Jesus was speaking See, but because your trust is in my word and you have not denied my name, I have sat before you an open door. Let me say this quickly. Red Sea or no Red Sea, God had opened a door for the hitherto slaves, which no man can shut, not even Pharaoh. Whatever considers Pharaoh in your life today, he's, <laughs> he's making his last attempt. You will outlive him by the grace of God. In the name of Jesus. I say whatever constitutes Pharaoh in your life today, you will outlive her. You will outlive him. You will outlive it. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Put your trust in God. It's a season of divine intervention. And this was where they were. And they began to weep. And he began to call on Moses. He said, but didn't we tell you that you leave us in Egypt? Can you imagine the heart of man? Now, let me quickly say this to you. You will not always have 100% of those you think are behind you to support you. There will always be those who will have their doubts. But they are free to do that. As long as you know who has spoken to you, as long as you know where you are going, then you will maintain your stand and your confession of faith. And hear what they were saying. They were using their own mouth to declare, were there no grace in Egypt? You should have left us to die in Egypt. In other words, please, let's go back and die peacefully in Egypt. Were you peaceful initially? You were slaves. You can never be peaceful being someone else other than what God has made you. So I begin to declare right now in the name of Jesus, everyone that is not where God has called them, you are yet to attend to it and you are beginning to settle for less. I say let there be a restlessness that will seize you now that will stir you up to aspire for more, becoming all that God has called you to be in Jesus' name. So they were aspiring for less. They would rather go die as slaves. But thank God for Moses in verse 13. That was when good Moses looked at them. He said, do not be afraid. 
Oh, glory be to God in the highest. Isn't it amazing that every time that we're about to give up, the voice of God bellows in the hollow of the spirit. Uh, we hear it talking in that spirit. We say, do not be afraid. Glory be to God in the highest. Uh, he said it to Abraham in Genesis chapter 15 verse 1, remember? I mean, after years, after a whole lifetime of no offspring, uh, and God had now come to promise him, and he was still looking like he was being delayed. Now, I'm talking to somebody that thinks that God has abandoned you. You think there's a delay in your life. Now, listen to me and listen well. God is not a man that I should lie. And neither is he not a man that I should repent. If he has said it, he will do it. Hallelujah. If his mouth has uttered it, he will bring it to pass. Glory be to God in the highest. I'm declaring now in the name of Jesus. I expect a breakthrough in every area of your life in Jesus' name. All I need from you is to believe the word of God that I'm declaring to you. I believe it. I want you to believe along with me. I say it's your season of unusual intervention. It's your season of open doors. And when I say open doors, opportunities. Healing. Hallelujah. Unusual creativity. <laughs> Strange innovations. In the name of Jesus. He said, fear not, Joshua. After what they suffered in Jericho, unusual victory in Jericho, but remember what Achan and his, his household did. They stole. They stole. When God said this is sacred, they stole. People have no fear. And after God had dealt with them, of course, what do you expect? The morale of the people and of the soldiers were down, down. The very enthusiasm with which they had come and went around Jericho and saw that miracle was dampened. You know why? Because after Jericho, they are now gone to Ai and they were badly defeated. And God said, This is the reason they stole. So to move forward was an issue. God came back to Joshua and said, Do not be afraid, fear not. And that was the battle he fought, defending the Gibeonites. Can you imagine after such a colossal loss in I, God came with fear not. And that was what he worked on. And he went into battle. Regardless of what has just happened, he went into battle. The Bible said it was such a tough battle. The victory was all the way for Joshua when he saw that the battle was still on and the sun was going down he said hey sun stand still he said hey moon if the sun is like you remain in the valley of Ajalon no movement the bible said natural processes came to a halt and allowed him to move on I'm saying to somebody today do not let fear I rebuke the spirit of fear in the name of Jesus fear of failure Fear of death, fear of losing, fear of man, fear of the future. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Fear of height, I rebuke fear. Glory be to God in the highest. God, Gideon, you are going to deliver your people. What? Fear not. He did it. Glory be to God in the highest. And to us, through the apostles. In Luke 12, 32, Jesus said the same thing to us. Through the apostles. That was when, in a sermon on the mountain. 
say, why are you worrying yourself unnecessarily? About life, about tomorrow, about what you will eat and what you say. Hey, he said, for all these things, the nations, the heathen, and yet your father knows that had need of them. He said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. 933 says, do not fear, little flock. It is your father's good pleasure to give you the entire kingdom. And I latch onto that. The words of Jesus is still holding today. Afraid of what? You're a child of God. You're a covenant child of God. Much more like the children of Israel. I even say much more than them because they didn't even know who they are. Much more like Jesus walking the face of the earth. You're a covenant child of God. Fear not! In the name of Jesus. You will finish your course on earth. You will finish gallantly. In the name of Jesus. Moses said to them, fear not. The next thing he said to them, says, stand still. Hallelujah. That didn't mean that he should stand in fear. No. Stand still surely means no matter how dreadful the situation, don't lose focus. Position yourself for progress. You left for progressive advancement into the fulfillment and accomplishment of your purpose. Don't be distracted. It is true, Pharaoh may be charging. Fear not. Stand still. You know what happened? You will see the salvation of God. Glory be to God in the highest. I said glory be to God in the highest. Glory be to God in the highest. We have examples of that. In 2 Corinthians chapter 20, remember? After the fear and the turning unto God, seeking first the face of God, hear what God said to them. You will not need to fight in this battle. But position yourself. Can you see what stand still means? Position yourself. Stand still and see. Every time you say stand still, it's like position yourself for greater exploits. The devil is doing everything to distract you now. He's trying to do everything to break through your defense. He said, hey, don't give him any attention. Have a mindset of victorious advancement. And you will see the salvation of God in the name of Jesus. Let me say again, I don't know what is threatening you right now. I don't know the noise the devil is making to you right now. I don't know how much lies is piling up just to get you discouraged. I may have to charge you in the name of Jesus. I rebuke that spirit of fear now in Jesus' name. And I decree and I declare to you, I say, stand still, position yourself, and you will see the salvation of the Lord. Here in Second Chronicles, he said, Who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem? Do not fear. He's repeating himself again. Nor be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out. Now, stand still means position yourself. Stand still means go. That's right. And that was exactly what Moses was saying to them. Fear not. Stand still. And you will see the salvation of God. What does that mean? You will see God's miraculous deliverance. <laughs> you will see God's miraculous breakthrough. Hallelujah. Stand still. Every time God says stand still, he speaks. When he says stand still, he intervenes. When he says stand still, he opens a door. Glory be to God in the eyes. I decree an open door 
all for you in the name of Jesus. Sir. Glory be to God. I thank God you are part of this service today. If your friends and families are not your part, call them to come in right now because something will happen to them in the name of Jesus. I'm confident in Jesus' name. Confident of the power in the name of Jesus. Confident of the power through the blood of Jesus. I say I'm confident that he who began a good work will perfect it in Jesus' name regardless of the noise of the devil and the bragging of hell. You will finish well in Jesus' name. Glory be to God in the highest. I said, glory be to God in the highest. He said, stand still. You will see. Remember in Psalm 46? He says, be still. And then you will know that I am God. Refuse to let the devil affect your mind. Maintain the mindset of a victorious child of God. Glory be to God in the highest. You will always see the salvation of God. You will always see God prosper. And here the next thing that Moses says, say, because I know this, the Egyptians you see today, you will see no more forever. I declare. I say the torture of many years, the torture of this morning, the torture of one hour ago, the torture of one minute ago, I arrest now in the name of Jesus. You will not see them again in the name of Jesus. Oh, glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. Glory be to God in the highest. Oh, Father, we give you praise. We give you honor. And now concluding, you know what happened? God now looked down from heaven and looked down to Moses. Enjoy the posture he had taken. You said where Moses. You counseled where Moses. You preached where Moses. You taught where Moses. I'm expecting you to act. Faith without action is dead. No matter how much you talk of faith, if there's no work, is dead. Moses, who talk so much, now come on, issue instructions. They've made so much noise and they've declared what will happen to them, but you have countered it and declared what I will do. Now tell them what to do. Say, so what are you doing there? Still talking to me? Tell them to go forward. I declare in the name of Jesus. Sir. I say, what they thought will finish you is the reason why you will go forward in the name of Jesus. So I say, go forward in Jesus' name. Paul says, all things always work together for our good. Glory be to God. Jesus says, your strength may be small, but you depend on me. I am intervening. And with my presence, I have set a door before you. Go through, hallelujah. Guess what? The sea fled. I mean, fled. I don't care where they are coming from. I don't care the networks. I don't care the masses. I command, let the fear of God paralyze them in the name of Jesus. Sir. They will flee before you. And guess what? The ones that will be obstinate will be because God is hiding their hearts. Whilst you are escaping, they'll be, they'll be destroyed behind you. In the name of Jesus. Did you hear me? We're in a season of intervention. They will be destroyed behind you in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God in the highest. <laughs> I said, Glory be to God. He said, I open the door that no man can shut. It's an insult to God for any devil to try to shut a door that God has opened over your life. He said, I hold the keys. The devil doesn't hold the keys, man doesn't hold the key. He who holds the key says, I've opened a door before you which no man can shut. Hear me? Over this country, no man can shut that door. In Jesus' name. (laughs) 
is a season of divine intervention over your life, over your household, over your marriage, your spouse, your children, over your endeavor. If God has opened the door, which I know he has, no devil, no man can shut it in Jesus' name. It's a season of going from glory to glory. Remember, Cyrus, my anointed, that means that bathed and set apart by my spirit. That's what it means. Hear Jesus. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. Here the result. Every work of the devil vanquished. The same anointing is here right now. I consecrate that oil in the name of Jesus. I consecrate the oil you are holding. I join my faith with your faith that as you anoint with oil, there will be destructions of the powers of hell. There will be a vanquishing in the name of Jesus. There will be a letting go. There will be a seeing clearly of the doors that are open before you. I'm waiting for your testimony in the name of Jesus. Begin to pick your oil. Pick the bottle. Open it. Open it. Open it in Jesus' name. Precious Holy Spirit, descending your power into that home right now, into that office right now. If they're in the car, if they're in the prison, I say descend in the name of Jesus. Glorify Jesus. Hallelujah. Break every chain. Break every hold of the devil. Release the children of God. Give an unusual breakthrough. Let that door that's open be made clear to them. Give them the courage and the power to walk through in the name of Jesus. Thank you because you will finish what you have started. You are a faithful God. You never fail. You never fail. We can be trusted and we trust you. And I declare boldly before heaven and earth and before all these people, I believe your word that just as you have said it, so shall it be. Father, we give you praise. Come on, let's give him praise. Let's give him honor. Anoint them. Anoint your children. Anoint yourself. Anoint your wife. Glory be to God in the highest. Anoint your home. Glory be to God in the highest. Glory be to God in the highest. Live with this understanding that wherever God starts, he finishes. He's a faithful God. Oh, Father, we worship you. Father, we worship you. Father, we adore you. We magnify your holy name. Take all the glory. Take all the glory. Take all the glory. Take all the glory. I say, let the celebration begin right now in the name of Jesus. Pharaoh never came out of it. The children of Pharaoh came out of it. You are coming out of it. <laughs> your detractors, your presence will never come out except to repent in the name of Jesus. Father, we worship you. Father, we adore you. Come on, give him praise. 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 Take some time to celebrate the victory of the Lord. Give him, come on, take some time. You and your household rejoice in the honor of your salvation. Come on, worship him. Worship him and adore him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, we worship you. We magnify your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Let me tell you this quickly up front. There will be a lot of breakthroughs and testimonies in the name of Jesus. Please share with us. Write us. We want to rejoice with you. We know the word of God is working. But it will be very good for you to let us know. And let me tell you this. Where you don't want us to mention your name, we won't. But as much as possible, we'll announce it to help the faith of many others. That what he did before, he still does today. Glory be to God in the highest. Have a wonderful April. Month of divine intervention. Open doors that no 
devil, no man can shut. In Jesus' name. Father, we give you praise in Jesus' name. Shall we just... We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.